0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International.
1: Christians are sicker than non-Christians,
0: and and I can't fathom that. Dr. Francisco Contreras uses proven research to help you look younger and live longer. Christians
1: do not follow biblical principles of health. The uh, highest incidence
0: of disease in professionals in America is pastors. Learn how it may be possible to reverse any illness or disease once and for all, next
2: so much for joining us on Today. I'm Betty,
3: and this is James. Hey, we've got a happy audience here because we've got a wonderful doctor, Dr. Contreras. Uh, he's not Contreras. He, he is just Dr. <laughs> Contreras. He is, he is a Mexican who has actually gone back to Mexico with the love of God. throbbing heart. already said he got fed up with watching all the corruption here, so he we went back to where I think they invented the corruption, <laughs> back, back to Mexico. But the deal is this man is full of the love of God, and he's an amazing I, to me. Well, we all know that he has seen supernatural miracle healings. And many very highly visible and even wealthy people have taken their family to be with this doc because of the miracles. And uh, he just knows what helps us. And so he's, he's come here to share something that he's actually put in a book. He titled it, Look Younger and Live Longer. So, you know, he'd say look, you know, young like Betty, not not like James. That's probably he could have put that down here. That I look like I'm old enough to be her dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well she I'm only one month older than this lady. So this is the miracle that Dr. Contreras is talking about right here. But what he what he's saying is that you can take ten steps to reverse aging and you can live a vibrant life. And and he really gives sound advice. Now we talked in an earlier program, which you can go back and see online. Uh, about diet and exercise and it wasn't something, as a matter, it was a fun time talking about it. but he was, he was giving us the real uh, truth that's revealed in the Word of God about what certain foods do to you. It wasn't like this was a religious custom and God put it on the people to see if they loved him enough to do it. No, the truth was, if you care about yourself enough, do these things and it's better for you. It'll give you health and a long life. So he explains that, but then he's gonna talk about the spiritual aspects and other things in the book that we're gonna talk about today so that we're looking at the whole picture. Would you welcome Dr. Contreras back <laughs> to life today? We're glad you're here for another program. We'll see you yeah, I made it another day, okay, so here we are. Okay, I, w- I want you to touch on the things, and you, I want you just to kind of take like, here we are, we got a, a room full of people that are prospects for better health, uh, yes. understanding some things, and you want them to understand. You you said to me, as a matter of fact, you even said it before we actually came on the air, <laughs> that if people would would do certain things that it would it would totally eliminate many of the health problems yes. probably most of the health problems and we wouldn't have the health crisis we've got Correct. because there's not enough medicine or money to deal with what we're causing to happen to our bodies is that true absolutely so the only way you solve the problem is dealing with the issues and the cause of the illnesses yes. that are pulling the very life out of us yeah. and even killing us. So give us some The counsel.
1: motivation of this book is that I, I statistically, Christians are sicker than non-Christians.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I can't fathom that. Uh, and, and just an example, the highest incidence of cancer in the world is the USA of America. Wow! Wow. The USA, the United States of America. And it's probably now it's a little bit shaky but it's probably the most Christian nation mm-hmm. in in history and the nation that has studied the Bible the most. The lowest incidence of cancer in the world is China.
2: Wow.
3: Now a they're because yeah, they're so godly.
1: A pagan country. <laughs> yeah. But they follow without knowing biblical principles of health.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: While Americans, Christians do not follow biblical principles of health. The, it's almost
3: like they defy them.
1: Yes. The uh, highest incidence of disease in professionals in America is pastors. Stress. Stress, um, not eating correctly, not exercising, uh, too many burdens, all of those things
3: together. But and but when, still, and when you're burdened or you're depressed or you're heavy laden or you're worried, or even fearful, I think you medicate with food. Yes. I think it becomes a false That's why we call it uh,
1: comfort. Yeah, comfort. a, comfort, comfort. a, a yeah. false
3: sense of escape. Yes. I mean, it really is, you know, that they're not in drunkenness and partying no, and uh, dissipation. Right. Somebody said uh, that in, in the world's crowd, you know, of partiers and they look at Christians and say, what do they do? What do they do? And the guy said, look at them eat. <laughs> 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 Watch yeah. them eat, Boy, they eat. I mean, it really yeah. is true. It's We we're, we're seem to be out of control in the very things that should be probably pretty simple to control. Exactly.
1: And that's the motivation of the book—that we as Christians should be a light, right? Mm-hmm. An example, a shining a light an example. of health in 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 the world, and uh, and we can achieve it fairly easy. One of the biggest problems in America today is diabetes and obesity. Mm-hmm. Both of them have to do with our lifestyle, yeah. and and so by making really simple changes, doable changes. Um, you know, I don't want people to think that you have to do a diet so harsh that the first verse that comes to mind is for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's not the verse that I want to, to, to come into your minds when you think about diet, because that's usually, oh, diet is the worst thing yeah. I can. Well, diet
2: has such a negative sound right. to so it, you know. It's, it's, it's a, just new eating a new lifestyle, It's the way you know? God wants us yeah. to eat.
1: And we are now basically consuming uh, food made by uh, by uh, uh, industry, by the industry. We don't consume the food the way God put it on this earth. So that would be number one. And then uh, the proportions of foods that we need to eat. We're eating too much. We usually eat in breakfast all of the calories that would be sufficient for the rest of the day. That's right. uh, And then we don't move. So all of all of these things that are not complicated, and they would take a, a little bit of effort. But once you get into the hang of it, you can, you can lead a very, very healthy and productive life.
3: Okay, I do pretty well on things that I've learned to avoid, but I want you to tell me what happens. I've heard people say, like, if you eat red meat or something, it shouldn't maybe be a larger portion than maybe a, a tight, clenched fist. It shouldn't be like that. I mean, you, you try to eat maybe six or eight ounces Correct. rather than 12 to... Sixteen ounces. I mean, you try and so cutting the portions down that helps, right?
1: Very, very. And much.
3: then the, the colorful vegetables and and if most nearer not cooked is better. The more you can eat them in their natural state, the way the Lord just gave them to us. Uh, all that's better and less salt. All that. We, th- yes. Those are those are just kind of kind of the
1: basic things. And if you if you follow that, you're going to reap the benefit of it uh, for many many years added years to your life. Also,
2: also, we've kind of got it in our minds, we eat three meals a day. If we Mm -hmm. ate smaller portions, then you'd eat some healthy things in between, keeps your metabolism done. Last
1: month, a report was published by JAMA, the Journal Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. American Medical Association, Mm -hmm. that women who fast for 13 hours, meaning you have dinner and eat nothing until breakfast, What a concept! <laughs> well, yeah, but tell me about it. I mean, what does it do? Thirty-six percent less breast cancer,
2: just wow, by so just eat, by and, said,
1: and, and, and and eating the worst dinner and the worst breakfast. They're not. They were not talking about healthy foods. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just the fact that you allowed your body to rest yeah. from those bad foods for 13 hours, wow. Wow.
3: reduced the incidence okay, of cancer by 36%. Okay, but now you're not cutting percent. up some slack and saying go eat junk just so you don't miss space No, here. no, so imagine the okay. if,
1: if the dinner was healthy and the breakfast was that's healthy, so,
3: yeah then probably the incidence would drop by 80%. Yeah, okay, so this is an amazing discovery. But let me ask you about this, because I have noticed this, that if I eat the smaller portions, but then I'll eat between meals, maybe some almonds or maybe some fruit, and then or just a really light snack, then your meal at noon, and then maybe in the evening. And Betty and I seldom eat out at night, and we do not, have a big meal at night, it'd be Mm -hmm. almost a rare exception. Even very highly visible people who really want to spend time with us. We just won't hardly go. Mm -hmm. We'll say, well, we can go somewhere and and just talk. We'll go visit, but we don't want to go to a nice Mm -hmm.
2: restaurant either, because we learned it's better for us. Well, definitely don't rest as well when you're you're so full. We don't. Mm Okay. No, nobody. No, the no.
1: truth is that nobody. Yeah. That's why they, they don't rest because they have this very, very heavy.
3: Okay, dirt. but I want to get my question answered here. <laughs> she doesn't normally cut in, you know. It shows me her purpose, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> you keep told me. Yeah, I want you to. But but I'm, what I'm saying is is that business of because some of the skinniest people I know and the healthiest people, they seem like they're always eating, but it's little, and so through the day and and one time I followed that pattern for a few days and lost a bunch of weight. Yes. And I said I ate all day long. Okay, is there something to keeping the metabolism up, but not putting too much in that can be beneficial? Or is this there, just a-
1: there is no question about that, that dividing the, your three meals into six with three light meals and two snacks are very good. Okay. But now we're finding out that fasting actually is a it, very healthy thing. It was fasting
3: as a portion thing. of the 24 hours. Yes. Not just a six or eight hours sleep. Exactly. But extending it. Extending like from, it. From the noon For, meal to from, the next no, breakfast. No, 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 from dinner.
1: At if, night? If you have, yeah, if you have dinner at six, okay. and, and you eat breakfast until eight,
3: it's 14 hours. And you're saying that's, that's good? <laughs> that's incredibly but I've good. I've been kind of doing that. What's wrong with me? Well, you,
1: well, you don't have any diseases.
3: <laughs> well, I got one. I, I'm dealing with type two diabetes, but I've done all the things they tell me to do, and it doesn't look like it shows up, but I try to keep doing things right. Here's what I notice. If I just have one of those sugar moments, you know, I think I think sugar has demonic activity in it. <laughs> because sugar can talk to you from all over the house. So I mean, you can drive by, you can yeah. see a sign. It's just a, most, it's powerful. Okay, so here's here's what I found that if if I do, let's say indulge, it's like I get sleepy. Yep. I lose my energy. Is that is that or, one of the effects?
1: That's one of the symptoms. Help me with
3: this. I'm gonna lay something in front of you now. <laughs> Every night, because this used to be this would be my regular meal. Matter of fact, well the first time years ago somebody talked to me about you count calories. Well, the first day I counted the calories for an average day was ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and I had one of the highest metabolism rates anybody had ever checked. I was like four thousand calories a day as my norm. That's pretty wow, good, Wow, right? That is extreme. That was my normal, but I'm yeah, really you're, pretty wound you're up, blessed. Betty. So, you know, Betty mm-hmm. loses weight watching me. You know, so <laughs> I, that's why she stays nice. But here's here, here's what I found that that I gave up the chicken fried steak and really I got to be a really godly guy one time I went to chicken fried chicken rather than steak. <laughs> it's a real step forward Chicken roast beef. I'm. I'm. Pro- okay. Now here it is, in it's cream gravy. You cream gravy. You've seen it, right? Yes. Good old, good old cream <laughs> all over it. Yeah. Hey. If you're smart, you get a cream gravy. You bring another cup on the side. Gonna, you don't want any part of it not to be soaked. Now I'll. I'll see that thing, right? But it's just so. It's so beautiful. I mean, it's like a. like yeah. a masterpiece. It looks like a heart attack. <laughs> right. You don't want to see. You want to see it that way. Okay. But I mean, this thing is so good. Just every now and then I just doze. This wonderful thing, and then I go home oh, and pass out. Okay, what I'm asking is, because I've told Betty, I said, okay, I did that. I had that deal. Remember me telling you this? Mm-hmm. And I weigh every day. You know, Betty, she do not want to see a scale, she, don't know a do scale. Well she scale. doesn't know there's a scale. She does <laughs> not want they all lie. Okay. But I weigh every day. And so I did this. Man, I lost about a half a pound. I said, Man, it's progress. Oh. <laughs> so I started trying to justify this. Okay, now tell me. Because I'm not doing it, by the way, I'm not doing it. Maybe like maybe twice a year, you mm-hmm. get that,
0: yes. do that,
1: okay. What's that doing to me? Well, that is um, increasing the production of insulin in your body, and when we is have that an that what overflow, gets a high and low feeling? Exactly, when you have an overflow of insulin, your, your cells, the rest of the cells in your body are getting saturated with insulin, and then it doesn't work, and that's why when you eat sugar, it's not metabolized, and you get diabetes. Wow! So what you need to do is stop the intake of sugar to stop the production of insulin, so that your actual insulin in your in your cells get out there and leave. It take it's a process that will take months, mm-hmm. but you can reverse okay, diabetes so by
3: stopping to do eat those things. Right, and, uh, and exercise too. It, 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 if you exercise, then you do it faster. Mm-hmm. And you really um, think most type two diabetes could be cured by reversible. just that simple way? All And of you it. deal with that here in the yes. book, in, in simple terms.
1: In simple, in very simple
3: terms. Okay, so were you saying to me that, that I must never ever have that chicken fried steak no, again? No, no.
1: If you have it twice a year, it's fine. Again, okay. I mentioned but, yesterday that. But you're that telling me that, it has, a negative, a, it has yeah.
3: a negative effect. It has a negative effect on the body. There's even no there. question.
1: Every time you do it, it's going to have a negative effect. So that's what I'm probably. But gonna, I'm if you limit it, it yeah. obviously yeah. It's the 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 negative effect is also going to be. So so
3: the loss of energy or the reversal. The, the getting groggy, your mind kind of shutting down. All of that it, is
1: because it, you're saturated with insulin, and insulin doesn't work anymore and, and doesn't get the, the, the uh, sugar
3: metabolized. Okay, you've messed up the whole system the way yes. God designed it. Yes. Okay, so I don't want anybody watching right. to throw away their future. That's the reason you wrote that the book. That is the reason. And, and I mean, and I,
1: I'm, I care about people. And it affects you not only physically, which is bad enough, but it affects you emotionally and spiritually. Your walk with the Lord is going to be impeded because of the things that you eat. Sugar is the most addictive substance on earth, yeah. much wow. more than heroin yeah. wow, or crack cocaine. Mm-hmm.
3: We are virtually all addicted to yeah, It doesn't to have the noticeable immediate effect yeah. that those Correct. things have, yeah. that the immediate change, but it's more addictive.
1: Yes, and that's I- why, I don't know if you knew this, but they put sugar on cigarettes let me ask you this
3: sugar alcohol
1: it's uh, well a it's the same same as sugar is the same as sugar. you <laughs> really
3: hurt my feelings there
1: <laughs> the best substitute for sugar is is uh stevia, stevia. No, we Ooh, use stevia. that's yeah. completely natural yeah. Yeah. zero glycemic index yeah. that is it has no impact on your on your pancreas wow. to produce insulin and zero calories oh, so lord give
3: us best. all a desire for the stevia yes rather than the sugar we can find it today yeah now i want to say to all of you right here here, Here's help. Do you know how we ask you to help us, help others? Do you know how often you hear me say, if you want your prayers answered, be an answer to somebody else's prayer? You Amen. know what I heard today from the Lord? Now, th- I want you to think about this. Now, all of you here, think about this. I really believe this was just downloaded on me when I left lunch today, that I had lunch with Dudley Hall, and we ate relatively healthy. And, and, and when I left, I said, If church leaders and church members would become an answer to Jesus' prayer in John 17, perhaps we would see our prayers for our nation's leaders and Congress answered. Does that make sense? Amen. Yes. If we have that relationship. So what I want to say to all of you, listen to me now. I love you like family. You say, if you knew me, you wouldn't like me. I might not like some ways, but I would love you. I would love you if you were in the pit of defeat and despair and addiction. I would do my best to lift you up. Just like I pulled my daddy up out of the gutter. I'm driving home from college and there's a man laying in the gutter. And I got over it, it was my real father. Sought drunk alcoholic, took him to our house, had people help me, and sat him in a chair outside the house because I couldn't trust him to go in the house with my wife and my little girl. Picked him up. I love you no matter where you're laying or what you've done, but I want to help you get past that which holds you captive. And Jesus died and was raised to help you. So I'm going to ask the Lord to give us all an attraction to that which is healthy as it pertains to food. And that we will want to get moving. Just get up out of the chair. One of my friends is a doctor. I want you to meet Michael Ellis. He's, he loves mm-hmm. to help people's health. He said to me, while you're watching TV, just do knee bends. Mm-hmm. And said, grab a couple of dumbbells and do it with that. And just do something. it. He said, James, you're sitting there watching the sporting event. You're watching the news. Just start doing them. Is that good advice? Very good it's advice. It's so simple. Anybody can yeah. do it. So I want to pray for you. Father, I'm asking you to plan in the heart of all the people in the studio, people watching us around the world. Lord, I want it to be different. Life can be so meaningful with you, Father. I want them to live it a long time, and I want them to share it freely. In Jesus' name, set people free from the damaging, controlling appetites that have actually addicted them and is destroying their health. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. I believe this book will be a blessing to you. We'll be glad to send it to you. You can get it online, or you can go to a bookstore and get it. But uh, we'd like to help you. If you will help us give some children some little Christmas shoes and some cleft palate surgeries, Christmas shoes and smiles that we want to offer. I want you to watch what Betty and I are doing, just exactly what I'm talking about, but we couldn't do it if we didn't have your help. You're the ones that give the shoes and smiles because you've got God's love in your heart and you meet a need and boy, is it fun. It's the best way to spend Christmas. Watch closely. You know, Betty, all these people have wondered why we're here, how are you? And we have told them, through translators, that we're here because we love them and because we want to give them a better life. We came in the name of the Lord Jesus. But we didn't just come to talk about God's love. We came to share it and demonstrate it. Healing here in Central America by a contaminated water source, and we, we love to get water wells. But we found out something else uh, because of contaminated water and even contaminated contaminations and, and, and problems in the soil. Children get uh, little cuts in their feet and they pick up hookworms. And as I understand it, that ultimately gets into their intestines and uh, is a horrible sickness. But it, it's a disease that not only brings incredible pain and discomfort, but in so many instances, death.
2: I'm sitting here with Berta and her eight children that she loves very, very much. And she would do anything to take care of them health-wise. And she's just one example of one family that needs our help. And we want to be able to put some shoes on the feet of these children, precious feet. Jesus loves these children all over the world. And so as this example, as she sits here with her children, just visualize, just picture families, children all over the world that need to have shoes on their little feet. So I hope you will join with us. This is a great opportunity to bless these families that just barely get by from day to day. Please join with us.
3: you know i i want to know if i want to know if our uh, television people can cut back to that mother with eight children around her uh, you know i've often said i, I can see a, a duck with her little ducklings beautiful facebook post not long ago millions of people watched it these firemen were getting these little baby ducks out of the drain and the mama duck with one baby is waiting there until she got every one of them. They had to go across the street to another drain to get all of them. That mom wouldn't leave until she got them all around her. And it was the biggest bunch of smiles on those old firemen and police officers that helped that little duck. But what I saw was a mother duck that seemed to show more attention and concern and gratitude for her babies that a lot of parents seem to focus on theirs. That mother there with those eight children around her, Betty, if we could have gotten every one of those little kids' faces up close, I'd have loved it. But what I saw, that mom, I said, you don't understand this. All those little eight children, that's the greatest source of joy in her life. And you let one of those little sources of joy, they don't have entertainment, they don't have a television, they don't have electricity, but they have a life and they love their little family. And when you go and put little shoes like this on their feet and you bless that family, boy, you have blessed the Lord. Jesus said, you do it to them, you did it to me. You directly ministered to me, Jesus, when you did that. And Betty, if we can just bless that mom and so many mothers and little children, by putting these shoes on their feet. We want
2: 150,000 kids to have shoes for Christmas this year. Absolutely. I hope you will join us, and let's put some shoes on the feet of these precious children. And we've been there, and we've handed them the shoes just as you saw. And one thing I noticed when I was over there is when we would put the shoes on the feet of the children, you look back, and that mom's just smiling as (laughs) big as she can. Because, like James said, she loves her children. She wants them to be healthy. She wants them to be able to run around and play without the danger of their feet getting infected and then going, that infection going through their whole body, James. So join with us, if you will, and let's put some shoes on the feet of these children.
3: Well, we have actually been in some of those little places out there in the rural areas where we were giving shoes and trying to help them where we actually saw the doctors fighting for the life of, of babies, little children that had gotten contamination because of what gets in their little system oftentimes through their feet. So we're sending you the little Christmas ornament. These are beautiful little shoes that are just beautifully artistically designed. But this year, if you'll help us give 50 children shoes, 50 pairs of shoes and make a gift, it takes $180. You can give a $36 gift and give 10 children shoes but you make a $180 and I'm really praying you'll do it. We're gonna send you all the shoes that we ever designed and made for the children. You put all of those little Christmas ornaments on your tree and I wanna promise you something. Everybody that comes and looks at your tree is gonna ask you about those shoes. And you're gonna talk about the greatest gift at all at Christmas is not only what Jesus gave when he gave us life, but when we share his love with others. And when you give children shoes, and then the cleft palate surgeries, the smiles takes $500 for a surgery. We're asking you to pray about giving $1,000 for two surgeries for two little children. We're talking about shoes and smiles for Christmas. This is a gift that lasts them so long. And doing it lasts for eternity. Jesus said, when you do it to them, the little ones, the overlook, you've done it to me. Let's give Jesus a great gift for Christmas by giving love to those he loves so deeply. Would you right now go to lifetoday.org, take your bank card, make the best gift you can. Please go there now. Take the time to do it or dial the number, use your bank card and make the gift. If you want to make a check, make it to life. But call us and please call us and tell us what you're sending because 150,000 pairs of shoes, it's a lot. And then the smiles that we give with the surgeries, so important to so many precious children. Thank you right now. On the bottom of my heart for what you're led to do. Please make that call or go online. Thanks for doing it.
0: Poverty is a killer, and because of it, children needlessly suffer, not only from a lack of food and clean water, but also from a lack of things we take for granted, such as a healthy smile or a simple pair of shoes. Far too many children living in poverty have never owned a new pair of shoes. And while that may seem minor in light of all their needs, walking with bare feet puts them at risk of life-threatening infections and disease that could lead to crippling consequences and even death. By responding today, you can help immediately secure and begin shipping Christmas shoes to 150,000 children around the world, just in time for the holidays. Your gift of $36 will help provide 10 pairs of shoes. A gift of $72 will help provide 20 pairs and a gift of $180 will help provide 50 pairs of Christmas shoes for children in need. With your gift of any amount, be sure to request this beautifully crafted crystal shoe ornament, a treasure to place on your tree each holiday season. With your gift of $180 or more, you may also request this keepsake boxed set of Life's Christmas Shoe Ornaments. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,000 or more to help provide over 275 pairs of shoes or two children with corrective cleft palate surgeries, and you may request our Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
3: Well, Betty and I just say, on behalf of all these families and these precious children are gonna bless, thank you so much. If you help us, bless those children and you'd like to have this book, we'll be glad to send it to you, you can get it online or you can go to a bookstore and get it. But uh, we'd like to help you with your health, with your life, with how you feel, so you can enjoy life, live longer, feel better while you're doing it. Do you all agree that what Dr. Contreras shared is important, do you appreciate what he has shared? (laughs) Doc, I really appreciate you. I think we had a lot of fun with a serious subject. And I hope that you will take the advice. Again, thanks for watching. Encourage your friends to watch life today. Encourage them to share life every day.
0: walsh helps you move from the pain of despair to the contentment of faith as you face the storm inside tomorrow on life today life today is made possible by the supporters of life outreach international your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life the ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor the ministry is a member of the ecfa